Dear songwriter, are you a more experienced songwriter who has felt stuck in their own ways? Maybe you're making kind of the same songwriting decisions over and over again, month after month, year after year, etc. Or maybe you're a new songwriter who has a bunch of ideas, but you have no idea what your quote unquote sound is or what it should be. And maybe that thought alone is keeping you stuck. If you're in either of these camps, you're not alone. And I actually recently felt this about my own songwriting. Being a more experienced songwriter, I felt a little bit stuck in my ways. So because of this, I decided to do something about it. I've learned that simply thinking about it and fixating on it doesn't really work. And so what I did was I chose a few artists whose sound felt different from what I had been doing, but also within the same realm, nothing too crazy. And I did a very deep dive into their catalog. And one of those artists for me specifically was the Postal Service and their 2003 record, Give Up. So in today's episode, I'm going to discuss what I believe the first step in exercise could be to you finding your sound. Again, whether you are an experienced songwriter or whether you are a new songwriter. I'm going to go through why you should go through this exercise and how to actually do so. I'm also going to share a few things I learned specifically from this particular Postal Service album to serve as an example. So I'm gonna kind of go through what I've been doing as a reference. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a professional songwriting mentor who's helped hundreds of songwriters to write their first collection of songs. And this is Dear Songwriter, the podcast to help you confidently write and release your music so that you can live your most musical and creative life. Let's get into it. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for being here at the time of recording this. I kind of messed up my back a little bit. I am okay. I was hiking over the weekend and I like stepped in mud. It's been really rainy and muddy this summer in Vermont. And I like tweaked my back, didn't think anything of it. And then like a day or so later, I just felt this like really sharp pain. I'm okay. I'm healing, but not doing a video version of this podcast just because like I'm a little bit hunched over and it's kind of a little bit uncomfortable for me to sit up. But anyways, I'm not going to bore you with my ailments. So this episode was inspired basically what I was saying in the intro, right? Like I have been feeling this. I've been feeling like I need to go out of the realm of what I generally do. So this was both an exercise in my own personal songwriting and also, as always, a way to kind of explore new things, explore different options for the clients that I work with, for the community that I work with. And I will say it's been a really, really cool experience, which I will get into in a second. So the short of this is that if you are struggling to, quote, find your sound, and this is something that comes up a lot in conversations that I have, People say, well, I have a lot of ideas, but I'm not sure which direction to go. And I think some of that is just needing to make a decision. Making a decision is first and foremost, and sometimes not being totally sure with that decision, but making it anyways and running with it. Otherwise, you're stuck in this limbo. I think the other side of that is not knowing what to do with that information, right? So if you feel like you're having trouble finding your sound, it's like, okay, well, what do we do about it? If you're saying this, there's a chance that you're struggling to find your sound, but you might not be looking for it and you might not be taking certain steps. So I want to illustrate an exercise today that I think will help. And that, in short, is an album analysis. Okay, now, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me talk about 
song analyses and how you should do them. And I myself have done these song analyses on this podcast for various songs and various artists. This is an album analysis, and I'll go into why to do an album analysis over a song analysis. The idea of an album is a little bit of a dying art, it seems, but they are out there, and there are plenty of albums that you can dive into, and I think analyzing them is a great way to try to find your sound, or at least take steps to trying to find your sound. So the reason you might do an album analysis as opposed to just specific songs that you like across different artists and different genres, because over the course of an album, you can discover which tools are being used on a regular basis. So there might be certain tools that are being used in different contexts over the course of an album, but it's still the same tool. And I think those tools that are consistent over the course of your catalog, over the course of the collection of songs that you are writing, is what helps to refine your sound. If you were to do just a bunch of analyses of different songs from different artists, you might not get that consistency. That's reason number one why you would maybe do this over just multiple song analyses, right? So to summarize, it's the consistency over the course of an album that will help you to find certain qualities, certain creative decisions that a particular artist has been making to give you a sense of what might align with whatever your sound is or whatever you want your sound to at least be close to, okay? So that is why you would do it. Let's talk about how you would do it. And again, I'm speaking from experience here, as always. I can only speak to what I have done and what I have found. I think the first step, honestly, is to listen on repeat casually. And I know that's hard for some of us to do <laughs> as songwriters, but I think listening to that particular album on repeat, and I mean just exhaust it, get to the point where you are sick of listening to it, I think that will allow you to really just get immersed in the record itself. As you're doing that, I think the next step is to listen again, not so casually. So if we're listening to it casually on repeat as step one, I think step two is to listen not so casually. And so that might look like actually sitting down with pen and paper or with your computer, something to take notes with and take note of melodies, lyrics, structure, and instrumentals, right? What are the things that are being done melodically across the album, right? And if you want to break it down into the specific songs, if that's helpful, absolutely do that. But what we're looking for is what is being done over the course of an album, not necessarily unique to each song. Take note on the lyrics. What are we seeing that's similar lyrically across the album? Structure or lack of structure, depending on the album you're listening to, right? What are some of the key structural components that might be consistent over the course of the entire album? And then what is the instrumentation? What are some of the things that are happening arrangement-wise, melodically and harmonically, as it relates to some of the lead instruments, overdubs, whatever it might be? That's how you would break it up. Melodies, lyrics, structure, and instrumentals. And again, specifically what you're noticing is staying the same across the entire record. Make note of that. Cool, so number one, I discussed why to do it and what it is, which is the album analysis. Number two is how to do it. First is to listen on repeat casually and then listen not so casually. So let's keep going here. The next step would be to apply your findings, apply your research to your songwriting process. By this point, hopefully you have everything kind of like listed out as concretely as you can to make it make sense to you. 
And you can use those common themes and tools in your songwriting. It comes back to working with limitations. I think we are afraid to work with limitations, but a lot of times I think it can actually be really cool. So essentially you're creating a template for yourself. Maybe you're saying things like, this particular song only stays in a certain register as it relates to my vocals, right? Or this particular song has only single note guitar, right? If you're a bit of a producer or a guitar player, maybe you're not playing chords. Maybe the chords are coming from someone else or somewhere else, rather. Giving yourself this template, giving yourself these limitations and applying this to your songwriting because that could be a way to get you closer to what your sound is and getting some clarity on that, okay? So I want to talk about how I did this with the Postal Service's album, which I've been listening to on repeat entitled Give Up. Hey everyone, before I get back into the episode, I wanna let you know that I am doing free song consults. Basically, use some of your song idea, your unfinished song. I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna give you detailed feedback on what I think is working, what I think you could definitely improve on, and steps to finally finish that song, right? So if you're interested in that, this is something that I am offering for a limited time. It is free. It is on me. It is on the house, so to speak. ConnorFrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com, slash free song consult. Go ahead and submit your application. I'm limiting this to 20 people, so go ahead, submit your application, and I will get back to you if the application goes through. Okay, let's get back to the show. Okay, so why? The why of it all with Postal Service was because I was very intrigued personally by the catchy melodies over electronic drums. I've written largely with drummers who play acoustically. I've recorded with drummers who play acoustically. I was really interested and some of the electronic sounds, as well as the different drum patterns, right, that I was hearing in kind of the vein of electronic music. Different from what I typically do, but it was similar enough in terms of catchy melodies, in terms of song structure, that it felt like it made sense for me to explore. Also, I'm just a fan of Ben Gibbard as a songwriter. So that's kind of why I chose Postal Service. The how of it was I just started listening to it relentlessly. So I listened while I was walking, I was listening to it while I was in the car, I was listening to it while I was working. It was totally on repeat. I've been listening to it still at the time of recording this, which is in mid-August. Then I listened to it with the lyrics in front of me, right? I feel like when I was listening casually, I got a sense at least somewhat of what melodies were doing and structure. And so it was really important for me to sit down and see lyrically what was happening, right? So that was kind of my listen in a less casual way step. And then I applied my findings to my songwriting process. Here are some examples of what I found with Postal Service. There's a little bit longer of a list. I'm going to give you a little bit of the spark notes of it just to give you a sense, right? So what I found with Postal Service specifically is that there was a lot of repetition, melodically speaking and lyrically speaking, and also in terms of the production and some of the arrangement decisions. The production itself was fairly minimal, right? There weren't a ton of layers. It felt very intentional in terms of like what each instrument was doing and what role they were playing, right? And so I thought that was really interesting is that there's certain types of electronic music where you can just layer, layer, layer. This was not the case for Postal Service, right? It still felt very much like there was a four-piece band in front of you playing, right? And so I personally like that. I'm a fan of more minimal production. I just thought it was really, really well done. The other thing that I noticed was that a lot of times there would just be 
essentially one drum pattern, one beat throughout an entire song, maybe two. And when the drums did change, it was like very intentional. And this is something that was interesting to me because in a lot of the music that I have written, the drums are always all over the place. There's a lot of fills. This was definitely something that was a little bit different. It was like the drums are a little bit more steady, a little bit more standard throughout. And so that was something that was interesting to me is just the idea of finding certain drum patterns, certain, for lack of a better term, drum loops, and just writing melodies over top of them. To put it all together, just the idea of dialing in certain beats that I create, whether it's using Logic or whatever it might be, to then write melodies over it, that was something that was really exciting to me, just the idea of building from an idea starting with drums. I think another thing applying my findings to this was stepping away from the guitar a little bit. I typically write, I don't want to say exclusively, but like close to it, starting with the guitar. And so the idea of starting with this electronic drum pattern or even starting with melody was something that felt uncomfortable for me, but felt really cool. The other side of this is I've taken some songs that I've written in the last few months and I've tried to apply some of these qualities to those songs, which were written very differently. And I'm in the process of demoing out some of those songs with a buddy of mine. And we're definitely incorporating a lot of this influence into that process. To kind of summarize here, all this to say is if you are trying to find your sound, you got to go out and look for it, right? It's not necessarily going to magically pop in front of you. I mean, maybe it will with experience, but there's no reason that you can't start to take these steps and get some clarity on what direction you might want to go. Something that I've been working on, something that I wanted to share with you all, I will definitely keep you posted on how this all goes. So that's pretty much it. Thanks as always for listening. Hey, if you wouldn't mind, I would love it if you would review and rate the podcast. You can do that in Apple Podcasts, which is still kind of like the mothership as it relates to podcast outlets. You can press a star on Spotify. If you could take 60 seconds to do that, it would mean the world to me. Thank you as always for tuning in. I will talk to you next week. It's going to be a busy month coming up, preparing for the songwriting retreat, which I'll be doing at the end of September. A lot of cool things going on here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.